You're listening to episode 196 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Mm-hmm. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon, Vegas.com, or Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I heard you guys had a great time last weekend. We did. That was fun, even though I kind of had a bit of a meltdown, but I honestly think pretty much everybody had a bit of a meltdown during that <laughs> that, uh, that whole trip, right, Tony? I have never experienced such piss poor customer service as we had the whole trip in Louisville. And and it's amazing when you can take into consideration how much fun we had. We still had really shitty like like restaurant service and we still walked away going, oh damn, that was such a good time. Yeah, it it was it was wild. It, and I remember like we thought like the first like we were really adorably optimistic. Like the first three, yeah. four, five, we were like what are the odds that this keeps happening to yeah. us? And by <laughs> right. the third day, we're like, I hate this fucking shitty service town. Yeah. So yeah. I have to yeah. tell you, Tony, I got I got scared when Mark sent me a text. And I'm not sure where you guys were eating, but he said, I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to control my rage. And I'm like, you might want to get up and go. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully he did. And, and he and I had a long text exchange back and forth to try to calm him down. I, I held on. The, I, he, the man with rage issues held on to his probably longer than most. So, so, uh, well, but unfortunately I heard that, that, that means that there I were folks, stockpiled my rage. Well, yeah, so I heard there were folks that walked out of, you know, dining events dining, way restaurant, before you uh, did. Uh, bars, yeah. <laughs> bars in particular, yeah. We, it was, uh, you know, and here's the funny thing about it. My wife and I have been to Louisville just just her and I together, uh, I would say three, four, five times now, wow. and we've Dilula? never had a snafu like this. I just, I, would, I just wonder if maybe it's fourteen people. It was just more than they could handle. I don't know. So, I have no excuse for it, though. So I have to tell a funny story. So the same night that Mark got fed up uh, and walked out, my younger brother took his kids and a friend of theirs and his two kids and met up with another family for dinner. So there were fourteen of them going to the spaghetti warehouse in Toledo. And my youngest nephew, because it, what they texted me at 5.30 and said, we're going to dinner, because I was supposed to go hang out with them later. We're going to dinner, and you know we'll text you when we're on our way home. And by 8 o'clock, I hadn't heard anything. And so 8.30, I finally get a text, and like we're on our way. I'm like, a three-hour dinner? Like, that was crazy. And they're like, yeah. And I could tell by my sister-in-law's response, it wasn't good. My poor nephew, the youngest one, was so mad and frustrated that he started crying in the middle of dinner. And he's, he 
he's old enough to, you know, this isn't a little kid that's just pouting and white. Like, he's old enough to not. He was so mad about the service and about how long it was taking. And so I, I had to text Mark. I'm like, you and our nephew have something in common. Because he just, he was so fed up with the whole thing. And it made me feel bad for Mark. I'm like, right. it's not just you. Well, and I, I it, listen, I, without getting into any of the details, I explained to Tony and those there that, they saw one of the worst meltdowns I've had since before I was diagnosed with, with rage issues, depression, all the other bullshit that I've got. And and I also did just burst into tears out of pure, absolute rage, just overwhelming rage. Which I'm sure most people can't picture you in tears. It, it's it, it's so weird because, it, uh, like, imagine being the angriest you've ever been in your life. Your teeth are gritting, you're doing this, and you it's, it's, you're at that, yeah. that constant oh, tense for so long yep. that you're like, you, like it, it's kind you of you like have this, to something has to snap. It's like the shame that Bruce Banner goes through, like on what did I do? God damn it! Like it, so you're, you're saying just, you're the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Oh, it feels like I'm the <laughs> when I am at that. Like you're literally taking he, Tony, each second at a time. Did he turn green? Well, no, and, and I'll be real. Did honest, he turn red? A, a lot of this information is is frankly new information, even to me. He was looking. Look, he, he had expressed his frustration with the service, and and we all appreciated it. He eventually, you know, he was playing kind of like playing on his phone. And I could tell he was probably texting with you, or yeah, just, yep. you know, doing things to, <laughs> yeah. to you know just take his mind off from it. And then he finally just said, you know what, guys, I'm gonna take off. And we we're like, we don't blame you, man. And he just he got up and he and he took off, and we caught up with him immediately after dinner. I mean, Mark, you were even ready for us at um, at the at the Jockey Silks place yeah. um, by the time we got there. So, frankly, this is all new information for me because you, <laughs> I, I, I knew you were frustrated, but you didn't oh, come he across. Was, he was I, beyond. I internalized a lot, but the fact that you guys saw as much as you saw is more than I wanted you to see. I was worried. I mean, honestly, I... I I told Karen I was I was I was afraid. I, I I haven't been that much in the red than before the incident that caused me to end up going to a doctor that was like, Yeah, you're you can be dangerous in certain yeah. situations. <laughs> Well, um, well I, I'm very glad that you came, and I'm very excited that um, you may have discovered a, a new love of a spirited beverage. I, I'm trying really <laughs> hard, and I'm realizing that a lot of the times I enjoy those the, things. The stuff that he liked, he was already a little bit inebriated. Yeah, I, 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 I like, already had a nice great. balance, and I've been I've been really trying to, to enjoy some of this stuff neat, and I'm like, God damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> But I keep trying. I keep practice, trying. Practice makes perfect. Good. Yeah, good. Well, and I'll be really honest with you, though, Mark. Uh, Mark, quite frankly, between the two uh, the two bottles that you picked up, the the Angels Envy and the um, uh, Maker's Forty Six. No, no, the cast. Or, or, excuse me, the, the Maker's Cast Strength. You know, you're dealing with two almost um, opposite ends of a spectrum with yeah. regard to the, to the bourbon. So, <laughs> I would say love the Angel's Envy, get into the Angel's Envy, and then slowly, you know, from time to time, swap out Angel's Envy for the for the Maker's Cask, knowing full well that that Maker's Cask is just the strongest stuff that oh, you yeah. can possibly yeah. grab. Um, and you're, you'll get there. But listen, don't be, I, you know, I if, if I may go on an ever so quick Vice Lounge Online tangent, I say to people all the time, don't try to be a hero. There, It doesn't make you any more manly to drink your bourbon neat Versus putting a, a a cap full of water in it, or putting you know an ice cube in it. Some people just prefer, and and as you probably experienced out in out in up in Louisville, there's something about just a little bit of water helps cut that 
burn, and so it really allows you to accentuate the sweet flavors that are in the bourbon. Yeah. So don't be a hero, man. Don't feel like you gotta drink it a specific way. Play around with it, and eventually you'll find the way that you, you like it the best. And, um, and then from there, man, you've got a whole new world, man. A whole new world. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into the show, though, I have to tell him one thing. I know I, we're, we're really tangenty here, but uh, um, I guess what they had at the goddamn liquor store that we went to. Mm. Cask strength. They had it here. Good. Good. Well, the, no, the cask but strength. they made such a big deal about, like, going, it's only here. It's only available oh, here. No, the, the Maker's 46. No, no, no. Cask. Maker's 46. Oh. No, I, th- I could have swore it was just regular cask strength that they said wasn't anywhere. No. No, you're... you're I don't mean that rudely. You're confused because your cask, your cask strength maker's mark comes with kind of a beige-colored um, label, label on it. That's number. But it's that very, yeah. it's this that very generic slap label that they threw on there. That real skinny one. Well, I, I'm not sure what to tell you. I know for a fact the cask strength makers is available. Maybe I am thinking of 46 then. So, well, so you didn't it was the, the right fourth one that we sampled. So you didn't buy the right bottle. No, I bought the right bottle. I don't know. doesn't matter. Let's talk about Vegas. <laughs> All right. That sounds real good. Uh, so he's Mark. She's Karen. And I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. But more booze. Las Vegas tourists drank 43.2 million gallons of liquor in 2015, according to LVCBA. We got that from at Vital Vegas. I'm well, And what's fascinating is 43 million of that is consumed just during the Vegas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about only 200,000 gallons right. of alcohol are consumed on the other 350,000. <laughs> oh, it's sad. It's stop sad. It. I honestly thought that was a low number. I, 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 I looked yeah, at it. I'm not like, exaggerating. I was like, that's it? All right, I and guess. Maybe I need to stop and rethink. Okay, a gallon well, yeah. of milk. I know, right? Gallon, yeah, a gallon. Think a of million it, yeah. gallons of milk in perspective and then multiply it by 43. I, yeah, it just... How many visitors were there last year? Isn't it weird that I now want to pour like my cake drinks into a gallon, just going? I need, I need to understand how this is because I, I, <laughs> right. I you think know what? I think I, I contributed a lot. Do that for the show, right? No, but wait. So seriously, how many visitors did they have last year? Uh, forty over forty million. They set another record. Oh well, so every person that visits drinks more than a, or a gallon, slightly more than a gallon. That seems pussy to me. That seems weak. That seems weak sauce. Well, but most of them, hold on, most of them don't go for a week like we do. Okay. And if it's liquor with mixed drinks, you only need a little bit of liquor to get that one person uh, in a weekend to have a gallon. That's kind of a lot. And not all those people are old enough to drink. That's the other thing. I still think uh, 360 Vegas vacation takes a significant chunk. I, out of I that. don't disagree. I'm just I'm trying to put it all in perspective. Because we, we consume humanly dangerous levels well, of alcohol. Well, right. Some more than others. Right. Well, yeah. Like you to, know, Tony. To the point that when Mark and I are like, "Why are we shaking? Why do we have the alcohol <laughs> shakes? Withdrawal? Like, what is going on right now?" Because you because you had two gallons tonight before. But that's what I mean. We, we we are. I would say that we are advanced strength as far as alcoholism goes, and we're like. Why are we shaking so bad? Like, because we haven't had a drink in like four hours. <laughs> That's awesome. So there's Maker's Mark, there's Maker's Mark cask strength, and then there's just Mark strength. Oh, I like this kid. Uh, there you go. Really? I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Move along. All right, so tell me about the twit pick of the week. Like a scene right out of Ocean's Eleven, the original. This week's winner defines the concept of time machine photography. 
unfettered by the experience canopy. Fremont's neon is free to glow forth its majesty against a dark sky backdrop. No matter what they do to their pool area, it will never compete with the sort of poolside eye candy it formerly had. While no one can argue this million dollar view better serves her property at Plaza Las Vegas as a restaurant, it is today actually earning that name. Is there anything more sexy than being barely clothed with a view of Vegas splendor? I submit that there is not. Except maybe people having sex while enjoying that same view. In that case, I submit that there is one. <laughs> Somebody say something about this gorgeous picture because I'm just staring at it. It's fantastic. It's uh, like they. It's one of those few. Like, how often do you see an older picture? And you like, there's a there's a woman in there specifically that's in a bikini. And so often when you see, she's not in a bikini. Is that not a bikini? It's not a bikini. What is it? <laughs> It's a full suit, but you can only it, you can tell it's not a bikini. Are but you sure? Positive. No, I I, I disagree. Karen. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that is totally a bikini. I think what you're seeing are the shadows of her yeah. arms against her torso. But what? Well, and her and, the, wait, and her legs. Okay, so there's We're, a woman climbing out of the pool that's in a bikini. That's there's the a one woman I'm with dark hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is, so often when you look at very much swimwear and well, well underwear in general, when it comes to women, it, they date themselves so much. And I think that this one is like, like regardless of the time frame, it, that woman looks fantastic. I just don't think that's a common sight. I just can't stop staring at the, the, the what you the view beyond the pool. Could yes. you imagine hanging out at night, swimming around in the pool, and you look and you look straight ahead, and you just oh, yeah. have this gorgeous yeah. glitter gulch just straight. That's all your eyes can see is is neon. Yeah. So. Of all the twit picks of the week, twit picks of the week that you've had, this honestly is probably one of my favorites. Agreed. Agreed I, I just I think it's a great photo. I love the old school. I think it would be so cool if you had a pool there. I understand why it's a restaurant, but to, if it were a pool still, looking down, Fremont, mm-hmm. even with a freaking canopy on it, would it, be very cool. It may be the not with the stage, but it may know. be the definition of Vegasy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hate the Vegas E part of it. This is what you think of when you think of old school Vegas. I just think oh, it's so just call it over Vegas-y, the top. Because Vegas E sounds cheesy. Just, yes. Okay. I got a, <laughs> I got a, a, a crazy. Um, th- you want to talk about going on a, on a, a Vegas related? Always. <laughs> Do you think that downtown has revitalized itself so much so that they could remove the canopy Absolutely. and get rid of that terrible? Uh, Skyline Ab- flight. Absolutely, 110% absolutely. But they never will. No, they won't. Don't, you, know, yeah. you know what I would mm-hmm. dream? Turn into a what? transformer then. Have it just be like, pull away, and then come yeah. back out. Oh, oh to have little two little things. That yeah. would be cool. It would be amazing. I, I, You know what? I I, dis, I disagree. I think there could come a time when enough people will come down. But I'll tell you, you know why I hope they don't ever get rid of it? Because sometimes the easiest way to be able to make your way from like Golden Gate to the D is during the stupid show when people are standing there like they're oh, fucking frozen in time. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. And they're nothing but <laughs> statues and you can all of a sudden, it's like, it's really like walking the, you know, downtown at, at 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, There's it, nobody there. And it it's is really easy to dodge around them because they're not moving. They're just standing no, Exactly. There. Yeah. They're right well, there. They're, they're human planters as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> good point. 
All right, well, uh, as always, uh, we've got language here that I need to read. Um, <laughs> we will link this uh, photo to our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. More restaurant resort fees. Because they learned it by watching how the properties they've set their establishments in do business, random bullshit fees are popping up at more and more of the new dining options opening on the Strip. We originally blew our stack and swore off ever patronizing Double Barrel at Monte Carlo's new promenade when it was discovered that they charged an entertainment tax. To be clear, there is no such thing as a special tax for entertainment. It's what is most commonly known as bullshit and done to steal a few extra cents and or dollars from their patrons, most of which will never know they were ever charged such a thing. The latest currency rapists are both found at Paris, Las Vegas, and they call their shitty practice a concession fee or concession and franchise fee. And in general, these fees range from 3 to 5% on top of your actual check. So... Added to the list of places we will never visit in Vegas are Hex Kitchen and Bar, the space formerly home to the Sugar Factory, and Budweiser's Beer Park on top of the casino outdoor space. I'm sorry, Hex uh, Sugar Factory's gone? It was replaced by basically the exact same thing, uh, just not Sugar Factory named. I assume there's less of a licensing issue or fee or something. Okay, I'm, I apologize if you reported that before. I'm kind of yeah, We did. All right, sorry. Vital Vegas reports that Budweiser Beer Park at Paris charges 4.7% for their brand of bullshit. This brings the total number of restaurants on the, quote, 360 Vegas fuck you restaurant list to seven. Besides the aforementioned, steer clear of Cabo Abo Cantino at Planet Hollywood. But that's just because they suck. I was going to say that, and Senior Frogs at Treasure Island, because they suck as well. Yep. The, the only one you should be disappointed in is Rum Bar at the Mirage. Unfortunately, at this point, we should all just get used to asking if a restaurant has a CNB fee, an entertainment tax, or any kind of bullshit surcharge before even stepping foot into the establishment. Tony's like in church. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I totally. Nice. I, I hear you. I plan mm-hmm. to do this every fucking place now. He's like in a southern church. So well, and I encourage at that point, <laughs> should they tell you there is one, make a fit in any way that you see possible. And, and you know, t- in, in my case, I plan to take to social media to shame them in any manner that I can possibly shame. The, here, here is the one good side about this that I can think of. The great thing about about these fees based to to resort fees is in Vegas, it is hard enough to not visit the places that you love the, like every single time you go to Vegas. So if you're just going to m- discourage me from trying new things because of these bullshit fees, do you have any idea how long the list of defaults is that I can just go, oh, well, fuck your place. We're heading over here. Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah, so... Child, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really did sound uh, like you were in church, Tony. I loved it. <laughs> Wait till you get your text message. Uh, I don't understand this at all. I, I, don't, I don't get... You're already overcharging me for everything that I order right. when I eat on the strip. You don't need to 4.7% 
bang me on top of your fucking so, bill. That's so hold on. I'm going to put a, a, an additional little spin on this. So the places that may be franchised. So let's say they are getting that. It's a, a restaurant group that got the restaurant name from a, a franchisor, right? So it's not actually, I'll just use Sugar Factory. I don't know if that's it, but Sugar Factory, you know, okay, you can open a restaurant, use our name, pay us a fee. It almost sounds like they're charging the customers they are. for that fee. That's what some of the things they're arguing is. I, that That's the thing, though. If you pay for a brand, for a name, for a license, guess what? Yes, you have to pay them a fee for it because otherwise you got to come up with your own and hope people know it and recognize yeah. it. So but here's, this is but, total bullshit. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, for them to pass this directly onto the customer is total bullshit. Okay, because that's where oh, I was like, are you okay, fucking okay. defending no, them? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. I missed it, too. I missed no, it, No, and I apologize. I wasn't defending them. I'm saying what they're basically doing is saying, well, all right, so I have to pay this company. It's 100% you know, percent I'm just going to charge them 4.7, which is funny because then the parent company isn't going to care because they get more yeah. because the 4.7 goes into their royalties which they it, have to pay is, an it additional. It is complete yeah. out now. It's a possibly thing. the worst form of consumer rape that I've ever it's seen. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely unacceptable in any way. And for them form. to call it any kind of a tax is bullshit. Well, only one person tried to pull that bullshit off. The rest of them call it a fee, but it's still absolute bullshit. And I'm not bullshitting you. Every fucking place we go to, and I'm like, do you charge any kind of CNB fee or any kind of fucking bullshit entertainment tax? Because if you are, you go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not I'm playing these games that. anymore. I'm I, not. I got it. Yeah. Real quick, what does CNF stand for? Uh, concession and franchise fee. I don't know why they gotcha, put the gotcha, N gotcha, in gotcha. there, but yeah. Because you get to a little ampersand on a lot of things, so it's CNF, concession and, and huh. yeah. franchise fee. That's fascinating. And, and one other little side note. Sure. Um, how is there only seven restaurants on your fuck you restaurant list? Because I thought all of Gordon Ramsay's were on there. But he doesn't charge that fee. I'll at least give him that. Okay, but you already said you can't eat. I'm not allowed to eat any of his. Not that I want to. But... I, it's 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 not. Listen, now you're getting semantics here. <laughs> <laughs> I have an issue with the man, not not their practices. I think he's kind of a dick. Although I heard, okay, so I have to say this in defense. I've heard that when he does the kids kids version of his show it's actually really sweet See, now you're just trying to put me on blast right here because I'm you know that's to. that's the thing where i'm kind of like oh but he's kind of sweet with the kids and the kids are like don't you yell at me garden he's like oh the kids are assassinating back to me i'm like oh he's kind of soft maybe i'll have your steak and burgers <laughs> <laughs> there's enough yummy places to eat in vegas i'm sure i'll be okay yeah i agree all right, I want to learn more about the high roller sex saga as it continues. Because why wouldn't there be more to this story? The fiance of the guy who had sex on the high roller with a stranger while in Vegas to get married to said fiance is afraid for her life now. She claims many people think she is a woman scorn and played a part in her cheating life partner's murder. Something to do with the fact that she works at the Vivid Strip Club in Houston, the same place where Shine Mike, who, by the way, his real name is Aaron Jones, is one of the suspects in the murder. I know that isn't outright racist, but doesn't it feel racist? Shine Mike, Aaron Jones. I well, I, I, my guess is he probably gave himself that nickname, that moniker. God, I hope. However, she is quick to point out that she had only started working at the club nine days before. The whore admitted that she had spent time with both suspects before the incident, but 
only in a friendly drug-filled capacity. The fact that she didn't get injured and was just released have caused some to be suspicious, and she is now receiving death threats. That she's taking so seriously, her two children are in hiding. Stripper Slut clarified that she wasn't still mad at him and, quote, forgave him for everything that happened in Vegas. Unquote. After all, quote, he bought me a new wedding ring. If this story didn't give me the opportunity to mock someone mercilessly for the little value that they bring to this planet, I wouldn't complain, but they do, so I, I won't. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't mind. Let me start. So you said here that uh, she's taking the death threat so seriously that her two children are in hiding. Translation, they're currently in Child Protective Services. <laughs> Tony. The state Why? also Probably took true. this very seriously. Yeah, the state was like, uh, this is not good. Hey, when I go to strip clubs, I make it rain. I support single mothers. You see, this man is a philanthropist. I, or, no, or single I, fathers. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. No, just single men. Yeah. Not fathers. Exactly. They're children. I'm a single lady. I'm single. <laughs> uh, right. So apparently we're done with that story. <laughs> Jeez, thanks, Karen. I know you ruined it. I didn't, I didn't ruin anything. Don't do that. Single ladies, it, it encapsulates. You didn't ruin it. You encapsulated it. There's nothing we could do that would be better than what you did. Oh, I have a few comments, too. Oh, well, please. Well, I want to make sure Tony's finished. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. Jump right in. Jump right in. Okay. So, uh, it, would, it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibilities that she set this whole thing up. And oh, no one is arguing that. I know. But this is what I find so funny. So I remember mocking her for being on the Today Show saying, you know, I've forgiven him. Doesn't that make me a good person? Right? Remember all that? <laughs> but she was like, no, but doesn't it make me a good person? I've forgiven him. I understand. We're all good. And then, you know, however few many weeks later, he's shot in the head or wherever it is. With her I, in the car. I honestly and don't believe this woman is intelligent uh, enough to 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 develop uh, no, emotions I that would then, yeah. No, I, I don't think she's smart enough to come up with this plan. I, I don't think she's smart enough to know what being angry means. Well, no, that I believe. But I also don't think that obviously if her fiance cheated on her with some random person in the high roller... I don't know that she's good enough to convince anybody else that, you know, her <laughs> stuff is worth killing a fiancé to be over, but whatever. I mean, let's be honest. Neither of these people bring any value to the planet Earth. Agreed. I'm not going to speak for other planets or galaxies or anything. Who knows? <laughs> but clearly, no value to this planet. Well, and part of this is just me being snarky, because this story is so stupid and so ridiculous. It's... And you, you know me, that's why, make this stuff that's why I threw it in there. Because you know me, there are many times I'm like, I'm not reporting on these fucking idiot losers. But I'm like, this you, just you keeps find going. a way Story. to keep being entertaining. It's like me. the fountain of youth. It just keeps giving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we've got uh, Mars World Vegas. Oh, one pathetic thing follows another. <laughs> Once again... Someone has seriously proposed a space-themed attraction in Vegas, and moon-landing conspiracy theorists will use it as a point of reference to support their lunacy. Mars World is an idea that some have proposed to be built on a plot of land they've yet to purchase from someone who actually owns land on the Strip. Well, technically the Strip, it's 
it's way far down on what is known as Las Vegas Boulevard. Quote, visitors will be treated to the music, costumes, and culture of a Mars colony. Huh? A statement that dramatically reduces the believability of this actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> Attractions somewhat based in reality are a simulated, quote, Mars walk in one-fourth Earth's gravity and a tram ride around a crater in which a faux colony is built are being proposed. And we ended off with another dumb idea, the option to sleep overnight in a faux rough habitats. Oh, yay. Right? <laughs> it's what I want to do. That's only fun. The project is expected to cost $2 billion and will take several years to acquire the multiple fundraising concepts planned, and an opening date is projected for 2021. The man behind the project is also the founder of the Space Tourism Society. For those of you who are holding any shred of hope that this will actually happen, not long ago, he designed a 300-foot space yacht aimed for cruising around Earth's orbit. This pipe dream is not affiliated with the Mars World Project pipe dream. Oh, good. Because it can't be restated any better, I'll quote from the space.com article. Quote, while some elements of Mars World will be for children, such as animatronic petting zoo, the experience will mostly be targeted to an over 12 crowd, specific, <laughs> specifically an audience with a mentality similar to that of Burning Man, unquote. Oh, God in heaven. Burn and lunacy. <laughs> Idiots! God damn it! How does over twelve become a crowd? And and are you saying that all the Burning Man people are have the mentality of someone who's over twelve? Well, <laughs> I'll say it. Well. Oh, no, not over twelve. Sorry. Right. Okay. Should listen to all of the statement. Right. This two billion dollar project doesn't plan to charge for attendance to the park, but envisions selling merchandise on site. And the death nail in this shit show. No mention of a casino. Oh, my God. Now, this is one of those stories where I'm surprised you went, I'm going to include this. Unless it's just so fucking off the wall that you're like, oh, I, I, the listeners have got to. The listeners need to suffer just as much for the fact that I had to read this article <laughs> that I'm going to report on it now. It's because this is re this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's a little bit of that and a little bit that I'm a bit of a space nerd, so I'm like, I started to read it with hope. <laughs> like, it didn't take long for that hope to be dashed, but <laughs> I started to read it with hope. Oh, this would be really cool. They did this like, oh my god, oh god damn it. No, everyone's gonna be tortured with this because I had to read it. <laughs> this is this is horseshit. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to I'm gonna pair up with this guy, alright? And I am going to create Revenge of the Nerds World. Nice. <laughs> if you remember, there is a scene where the dorky guy ends up having sex with the hot sorority girl in one of those um, faux muse uh, uh, moon jumping. <laughs> it, because he's wearing the outfit that her boyfriend had been wearing right. earlier in the day, and she mistook him right. for being her boyfriend, and he left his 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 helmet on. And you probably put two helmets on, but that's neither here nor there. It's, right. It, so I'm just saying, I think that would be a fantastic 
and, but I would charge. I would charge. I would. I would actually have like, you know, a casino as a part of my events as well. So. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around how you think you're going to get investors like going. Listen, this experience is too valuable. We're not going right. to charge attendance to it. Like, well, how are you going to make your money? We're going to sell merchandise. Like, are you high? <laughs> wants to buy this $4,000 ice cream cone, kids. That's right. <laughs> Space ice cream. It's delicious. That's right. Uh, all right. Uh, mm, single tier. Riviera implosion. Yeah. In a clever PR move, the LVCVA are reporting that the Riviera will have two implosions. While the plans still need to be finalized, projects are to have the first done in June and the second in August of this year. The rest of the property will be demolished via wrecking balls and bulldozers before the first implosion ever happens. The reasoning is the property has two large towers, the Monte Carlo and the Monaco Towers, with too much space in between the two of them making a simultaneous implosion unsafe. Oh, and because they found a shitload of asbestos in the Monte Carlo's tower, or in, in Monte Carlo's tower outside in the stucco. As you've seen on any home improvement show, before anything else can be done, a scaffolding will be put up and the tower will have an airtight wrapping and blah, 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 and they'll pull the asbestos down. The cost of the removal is projected to be about a million dollars. However, that is going to be absorbed by the Environmental Public Safety Agency. The total demolition of Riviera is expected to cost $42 million. The pomp and circumstance of the whole thing is still being developed. Yeah, I agree. It's like one tier, but yeah, it's it's funny. As it was, as they were talking about it going away, we're like, oh, we're gonna lose Riviera, and then like as it's gone, we're like, going, I don't really miss it. It's, it's like, I mean, I miss that the tower isn't lit up. I don't really care about the casino and hotel. I know I'm not gonna say anything I haven't said before, but I'll repeat it one more time. It is heartbreaking that we lost all of those casinos. So speaking of uh, uh, of a space motif, what about uh, the Stardust, right? You know, it's too bad that we lost that and way, uh, uh, wait, Wayward Ho? Westward Ho. Westward Ho, yeah. <laughs> Carry on my Wayward Ho. Oh my goodness. Uh, at any rate, uh, I, because I really think that, that Riviera would still be around. To I this totally day, agree with you, hundred percent. As would as would Sahara if they would have just, you know. Any rate, all right. I'll let the, it go. Karen, the man, market, you, I, we've really kind of boxed you out. What do you have to say? Um, well, no. So I think uh, to what you were just saying, if the market, if the development crash would have happened sooner, we would have still had the Stardust because now that spot's sitting there empty and yep. Riviera would still be open. I so agree. yeah, hundred percent. I'm surprised it cost $42 million to demo that thing, but, you know, whatever. I don't know what things it, are going for these days. I know, I right? What a loaf of bread a gallon of milk costs. I, I'm so jaded <laughs> with, with Vegas pricing that, like, to me, I'm like, everything costs a million dollars, right? At least a million dollars. No, I mean, I'm thinking what it costs to demo, you know, a restaurant that I'm used to dealing with, and I'm like, what? Well, these are slightly larger than what you're used to dealing with. They are. And usually pretty older. Well, no, that's not necessarily. Well, which means that they should come down easier, but then you run. It usually means there's a shit ton of asbestos in them. Right, which apparently the public is paying for. Which is. Which is, I know, that's that's only a million dollars. Like, no, no, no. We got the thing that'll kill people. (laughs) I have never heard of the Environmental Public Safety Agency. I'm sure it's it's not the EPA. It's it's a Nevada thing. All right, because the EPA doesn't pay for anything. Yeah, it's a a Nevada thing. Yeah, I. Again, it's sad that it's closed, but. Let's Blow be honest. It up, if care. they kept the tower and destroyed everything else, 
You mean the the frontage? Yes, that thing. You're like, oh, that's that. No, but I get you it. Can't, no, you can't. No, of course you can't. Yeah, I mean, of course yeah. you can't. Yeah. Well, something you can do. You can go to the egg slot opening. Woo-hoo. Oh my God, is that not the greatest name in culinary history? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe she's swinging around a pole. Back in, uh, <laughs> don't what's, judge. What's his don't name? you judge her. No, that's fair. That's I don't fair. want my egg swinging around a pole. I just want to be able to dip into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, there's something yellow oozing out of both. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> oh, that's just gross. I couldn't resist. I apologize. While its yeah. doom wasn't explicitly expressed, when Starbucks moved into Cosmopolitan with their romper room concept, most people accepted, or expected, either way, uh, Va Bene Cafe was on life support. This week it was announced that, in fact, they will be gone and replaced by Egg Slot. God damn, I love that name. <laughs> the seating options aren't expected to improve upon the 20 or so stools available for those who want to eat and look at the chandelier bar, with the exception of maybe adding a few counter spots. The opening date has moved from spring of 2016 to the even more vague opening in 2016. Which is a bummer to me because I was like, May's like the end of spring. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could have, you might have been able to drag me to uh, to egg slut. Well, we are dragging you to Secret Pizza. If I have to fucking roofie you, uh, you're going. I've had that pizza. How have you had that pizza? You said you've only been in there once. I did, and the one time I was, no, I was in there twice. The first time I was in there, I went in there to check the place out, had the secret pizza, and thought, I, the secret is why people are always going on and on about this pizza. But that's neither here nor there. So here's what's funny. No, hold on, hold on. Throttle yeah, back, Mark. The bear Throttle back. Throttle back. The number of times that we've talked, we've went through the whole thing about getting you to go to Cosmopolitan to have secret pizza, you never once mentioned that you've been there before. So I wonder if you're adding to the tale now. You want to know what's super funny? My wife sent me a uh, screenshot of her phone off from Twitter the other day that, um, that as she was scrolling through, Cosmo came up and she said, Tony Snyder is following them. And she took a screenshot of it and she's like, um... I think you've got some splaining to do. And I was like, damn that. <laughs> so I immediately went over and unfollowed them. I showed them. They want to know why all of their social well, no. media dropped off. No, no, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to go back to how after all the times you talked about how much you hate Cosmo, we went through the whole story, that you never once men- mentioned that you'd already had secret pizza and you didn't like it. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't really part of the conversation. You guys wanted to know why is it that I call the Cosmopolitan the casino that shall not be named. It was the last time I was there. I had been there one time previous. Um, I, I, technically, I two times previous. Um, now, see, now the real truth is coming out. Damn yeah. you, bourbon. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so I think there was, you know what, Tony? Um, up, as a lawyer, I'm going to yes. have to to learn to delve deeper and start asking more probing questions with you because right. you obviously only... You can probe me as deeply as you'd like. <laughs> you obviously only uh, reveal uh, information. No, information based on the questions asked. You never go off and reveal nope. anything else through lots of years of practice, right. I'm assuming. We're still, we so, still have to get this fucking prick to stay at that property. I, at this point, I, I'm i with you. I'm going to hog tie him down. God damn yeah. Um, put yeah. him on, on a and two-wheeler. Then, then? No, I'm going to put you on a two-wheeler oh. and roll you into Cosmo and just make you stay there for like ever and ever and ever. <laughs> like the whole trip. Well, I was only thinking a night or two, but I mean, yeah. we could make him live there. <laughs> no. 
at least the whole time, ever and ever and ever, as far as when we're there, just so I can, you know, make you absorb the property and realize that, number one, don't don't leave out vital bits of information like that with it me. Because right now, in the basket. right now, I'm, I'm not happy with you. Because you never let on that you, number one, had secret pizza. Number two, didn't like it. Karen's a full so. disclosure chick. <laughs> And if I find out afterwards and after the fact, it's not going to be Yeah, you can't you. be clever with her. You can't be like, well, you didn't technically ask, that wasn't but part you of the know conversation. what I meant. No, I never get to that route. I'm like, really? Well, yeah, I, I do the, oh, you're you like, do. oh, now let's get a little clever. And now you've just backed yourself into a corner. Yep. Like, oh, that would no, be that's me. That's right. That's right. Let them hang themselves with their own words. Yeah, which now um, you didn't hang yourself because you're right. It didn't come up. Um yeah, you and I are going to, we're, we're going to go, we're gonna we talk. Should, I'm we a little should. smarter about this now with you, Tony. We should move on. We've got less than 36 mm. days. <laughs> How about you tell me about the plaza, speaking of the plaza pool and the picture that you're posting for the twit pick of the week, tell me about the plaza's pool plan. They have finally unveiled the first rendering of the plans for their rooftop pool this week. It will be upgraded to 70,000 square feet and offer six cabanas with all the perks cabana lovers are used to, as well as several day beds around the pool. Recreation will include tennis and basketball courts, as well as foosball, ping pong, and beanbag toss. Plans are also to add a stage for live music, both bands and DJs. Plaza intends to have the pool open in time for summer, but couldn't be more specific than that. Did you get to see the renderings there? I'm, I'm impressed. Although, although the thing is, is that in my head, I always think of where, like, the Twit Pick of the Week pool is by going, that's going to be awesome, though. Like, it's not going to be there. It's not there. <laughs> it's off to the side. Like, it's still going to be fun, I it's guess. It's still an Olympic-sized pool. They're just doing the best with the space that they have. But way better than others have. So, I mean, good for them. I mean, and, and they pointed it out that 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 market is starving for a really quality pool. I mean, I will say that downtown grand has a fantastic pool but yeah. let's be honest that property is on life support at this yeah, point unfortunately yeah. so good for them yeah i i i'm excited to see that plaza is doing a little bit more to bring themselves out of the like 70 to 112 age demographic it, it's <laughs> it should be nice to try something where or the the gross never take my shoes off in this room situation that we... I can't wait for you to tell Jonathan that story. I'll, I'll tell him it's fine. I know you will. I, I Well, only if it's brought up. I, 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 oh, I assure you I'll bring it up. <laughs> well, you can bring it up. That's fine. Um, and I'm guessing it was before his time and I haven't oh, seen absolutely. the room He's since the renovation, yeah. so it, it's fine. I, but but it's it, these are the things that he has brought up before. Like, he wants to understand why people don't have... Because let's be honest, we stayed there because I was like, in my head, I'm like... That is icon. I want to be not that fucking brick. It's yeah. iconic, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, we have to stay there. It's so well because it's it a was, plaza. It had been in the Back to the Future movies. Yeah, oh, you just knew, everything. Yeah. Well, and and it sits at the head of yep. Fremont. And it's so just tower. And we stayed there. So amazing. And it scared the crap and, out of yeah, me. It, it, it's the possibly that I've stayed in one worse place, and it was literally a place where you you got by the hour. Oh wow! Well, how put it in context for us? How long ago? When did you stay at the Plaza? Roughly six years ago. Oh, okay, so it's been all Five things considered, ago. it's been quite a while. Plaza's even because that would have even been well before they bought off the what echelon furniture. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. No. So wait. So when? Okay. When did you start doing the podcast? 
uh, it four was, years ago. We, we stayed there before um, we did that. Right. Yeah. But it was like the year before. Yeah. Well, because if you remember, we were in Vegas just after they reopened Plaza and and had the unveiling because I was wandering around the place and we were checking it out. It had and, been closed? And, yeah, they closed it during renovations. Well, technically, the, the casino okay. was open. All right. No. So I, I remember we were there after they reopened it from the renovations from the stuff that they bought from Echelon. And we didn't Not, get... Uh, what, the Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but yeah. but we didn't get up to go see the room. Right. Well, so and that we was stayed your before then. Like I checked the whole place out, yeah. and I'm like, this looks really good. Like, yeah, I haven't seen the rooms yet, so I don't really yeah. care. I, and that it scarred us. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's scarred. And as a matter of fact, it scarred us so much we didn't stay. Like like my plan, just like it's always been with the strip, was to stay at every single property that was on Fremont the same way I'm trying to do on yeah. the strip. And that it scared one us off that so bad. Downtown. We yeah. hadn't stayed at downtown until the D opened. Yep. Like, we went for a good three, four years before we're like, I have no interest in ever staying at any property nope. downtown ever again. Even though we had already had successful stays at Binion. We're like, yeah, no, I'm, no I don't want to be there anymore. It, it was it was bad. It was really bad. I mean, on a, I'm not kidding, Tony. I didn't want to take my shoes off. It made me think of Ocean's 13. Like, everything he looked at, you know, it was like, oh, just like bugs everywhere. And Ocean's 13, he was staying in a really nice place that just happened to be dirty. I know, but all I kept this thinking was, of is that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just, it was so bad. So bad. Well, and I don't want to bring it up for him because they've done renovations, but I haven't seen a room. But and honest to God, it's helpful. Honest, honestly, um, the same way with Plaza as I feel about uh, uh, Link. I need to see a room before I go into that thing because I just don't trust it. I'm sorry. I know they're renovating. I have a major mental block from IP that I just can't get over. So. That's fair. Sorry. That's fair. The park opened. Hooray. MGM's 5.5-acre outdoor promenade leading you from Las Vegas Boulevard to Toshiba Plaza and T-Mobile Arena are all now open to the public. The space features an 800-foot paved walkway, some 200 trees, as well as various other vegetation indigenous to the southwest desert region, which also means they are greener options as they won't require the kind of watering, things like grass that don't normally survive in the desert do. They also have multiple shaded structures, both appealing to the eye and equipped with misters. The park will offer dining options such as brew gourmet waffle sandwiches, which basically is just any sandwich you can think of wrapped in a waffle. The Beer Haas Beer Garden and Fancy Snackery. Hmm. I, I, that's not their full name. I created the Fancy Snackery thing, but that's what they got there. Probably the most disappointing addition, the California Pizza Kitchen. Love them. And Well, I'm just saying, tasty, like, it, it doesn't seem very unique is all I really yeah. mean. I don't, I don't know yeah. the place, but... Uh, and, and wait for it. Wait for it. This boy, I told him about it while we were at the Vice Lounge thing. I'm like, we're going to lose you. We're going to lose you. Sake Roke, which is part Japanese restaurant, part karaoke club. <laughs> wait, you're, you're a karaoke fan? Oh, come Are on. That's how we got him under rock band. But yeah. he, he didn't know yeah. most of those songs. Oh, but he know, you pick the song you sing when you go to karaoke. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I want to see this kid at karaoke. I've never wanted to see anybody on this planet in karaoke. I want to see this kid. I'm not going to lie. I do a pretty mean piano, man. Oh, my God. I want to see him so bad. Love that song. <laughs> Even without a confirmation of an awarded NHL team, T-Mobile Arena already has 100 events planned for 2016. 
On top of that, MGM is exploring hosting events in the park itself along the lines of wine events, classic car auto shows, and live entertainment. For those of you equally mesmerized by Bliss Dance, the RJ shared a time-lapse video of her reconstruction. In related news, the Park Theater, as it's being called now, under construction at the, the property currently known as Monte Carlo, has just finished installation of the final steel beam of its framework. When it opens, it will accommodate 5,000 and feature one of the largest stages in the nation. Doesn't that seem weird? It's and it's outdoors? No, no, no. This is an indoor. This is something that Vegas doesn't really have. This is. Um, is it a? Is it like a theatrical type? Like an amphitheater? No, no, no. Like, or it, it, it's not an amphitheater because that's outdoors. It's kind of like the the rundown clubs that you and I love to see bands in, but a big built version of that. It's basically. Let, let's be honest. It's basically the joint, the pearl, bigger. Is basically what it's going to be. So it's a huge stage for the artist. I think that's a bit excessive for but that. But limiting kind of thing. the number of seats, which I like. They say 5,000 seats. I don't know if I believe that. If it's seats, that's amazing. But is it 5,000 seats plus then standing room on the, the floor? Or is it, it accommodates 5,000 people? It wasn't clear. Hmm. We'll see, though. I, I'm, I'm very, I've said before. There's a fair shot that when we are at 360 Vegas Vacation 3, part of that whole festivities that we're going to go, we're going to check out some bars in the area, and New York, New York, Monte Carlo. There's a very serious chance that we're going to be there and be like, oh, let's go to the park. Let's go to the park. Instead of doing some of the other things that we said Which, we were going to do. Subtitle, folks, means Mark wants to go see the park, so we're going to go. Well, I can see the fucking park. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying, you know me with <laughs> Vegas Vacations. Yep. I'm like, if, if the emotion, if the excitement is like, Oh, that looks cool. We got to check it out. Like, fuck it. We're doing it. We're going. Boom. And you'll pull all 30 some odd people with you. All right. Well, let's not get braggy about it. But... Well, you will. <laughs> you like, I don't care what they're doing. This is where I'm going. Well, Y'all that... want to come with me? That's fine. <laughs> really? Because that, that, honestly, tell me that isn't what you think. Let's not get into what I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> move, move let's us get along. into saying yes to the dress problem. Yes. Say yes to the dress is a show about the process of shopping for a high-end wedding dress at the famous Kleinfeld's Boutique in New York. A Las Vegas debutante was featured in an episode this season purchasing what she referred to in her legal filings as, quote, one of the most elegant and expensive dresses in the store, unquote, if she says so herself. FYI, she paid $20,000 for a dress that she'll wear once. The problem is... Producers came to her because the bride that was scheduled to be featured in the show for that day's filming didn't show up. She only agreed to be on the show if it wasn't aired until after her wedding in May of this year, to which they agreed. Then in February, Bridezilla was informed that her episode would air March 25th, and so she took them to court. However, the court ruled in the show's favor, claiming Miss Press signed the show's waiver form, which didn't speculate, or didn't speculate, speculate didn't stipulate <laughs> such a condition. The future divorcee claims the airing of the show has <laughs> ruined the dramatic entrance and pageantry she planned for her special day because her guests have seen the dress already. The court argued that while they appreciate the bride's plans, she could have told the show no, and they would have simply moved on to the next bride. Because she wants attention just on her time. Wow. 
I have no... Fuck this bitch. Fuck, yeah. this is so ridiculous. Well, and isn't she marrying some hockey player? It is a hockey player, okay. yes, an NHL player. Like an NHL... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... My advice to both is get things in writing. I really encourage the NHL player to get several things in writing. Yep. <laughs> or just go on the high roller. And right. <laughs> Show no, her. No, because then we'll end up dead a, a couple of weeks or months ah, later. That's a good point. So, no. Yeah, this is, and again, I got you hooked on this show. We, we love this show for, what I love about it <laughs> is it's, it's obviously Karen and I have been happily married for going on 20 years Close now. Close to 20. And there's something incredibly special about that moment. And, and, it, and it was that moment where you see their eyes light up. You see... Like, this is something that, I mean, not to play into a stereotype, but a lot of girls dream about getting married one day. I never did. I know you didn't. I, I didn't give a shit. But a I lot of girls with. dream of getting married, and you just see that in their, in their face when it happens. Like, this is when I'm going to get married, and this is, I, I'm, I'm, I, this is it. It's that magic moment. And it's, it's the process of getting there that, like, her bitchy family, it's something that kind of pisses me off. Like, it's her fucking day. Goddamn assholes, don't be pricked. But it, it, it's, so, I got that. However, seeing that fucking show, it, it rages me so many fucking times when, when you see these kind of, let's just call them rich bitches to get away with it. Like, there are some that, it's clearly more important that they get their fucking $20,000 goddamn dress than it is that they're actually getting married. That, that it's a whole spectacle. They're like, everyone, pay attention to me. Look at me. I'm like, oh, I'm not getting all the attention. I wanted what I wanted. And I fuck this fucking horror. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I'm sure many, many of the hockey players have. You have to fuck a lot of rich men to find the rich man who yeah, will put right, up with your bullshit. Right. You know what? Back when times were simpler, you just kissed a frog until you found your prince. <laughs> That's how gold diggers found their prince. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh. jump in here, Karen. This is your favorite show. What do you think about this chick? I she's a nutcase. I mean, okay. honest to God, you. Uh, and I'm not saying people who are rich can't get this thing. Get your dress and be great. But this is clearly an attention whore. Oh my God. So I can't imagine spending $20,000 on a dress that I'm going to wear once. Right. Me, we also let, can't imagine what it's like to have that kind just, of cash. No. no. We talked about this, though, because what I paid for my wedding dress 20 years ago versus what I would pay for... Yeah. We'd never do a renewal, but if I could buy my wedding dress today, it wouldn't look the same, wouldn't be the same, and well, I'd spend a shitload more. Twenty years fucking different. Fashion well, slightly the style, changed. Yeah, styles have changed. Um, well, it came with fairness. Your other one had to actually accommodate the the you know the big baby bump that you had. And, and, <laughs> the first time. So, yes, know. which we gave up for adoption. So I'm so I'm so happy you mentioned that. Cause These are all fabrications for humor's sake. <laughs> Okay. What, you really think people that are adopted are going to get offended over that? Oh, no. No, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure we pissed off Tony, someone. Tony, what I don't think you understand is we had people showing up at our wedding, number one, thinking I was pregnant, because that was the only reason I was going to get married yeah, why else would you marry at this? that age. Yeah. And trust me, at that dress, there was no way that I was pregnant. It was pretty fucking hot. I'm not No, it, it was so <laughs> fucking tight, it wasn't even going to work. Um, awesome. No. It, it, mm, okay, forget us. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always gotta get concerned when Karen reverts to noises when she <laughs> I just I honestly think she is a self-centered prissy. How dare you looking for something else to, you know about me and making this all about me kind of thing. I would push all in that they're divorced within 20 years. Well, oh, so 20. wait. Come on, I'll be impressed if they're not divorced within 20 months. Right. <laughs> I was just say, he's a professional sports player. Yeah, but road. it's hockey, so it's not like he's a fucking football player yeah, or but basketball those, player. No, but those guys are built. He's a built. basketball player, I would say 20 months on a heartbeat. <laughs> but hold on, those guys are built like there's no well, tomorrow. No one's going to, yeah. No. All the, so maybe, maybe they get a they shit can, ton of ass in Canada. And, I don't and know. They're, they're random. Because you normally can't tell one from the other, so they show up so at a bar. So you think he's just a super and hot they're gorgeous. Dude. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I follow. I follow your. And they, so are we learning team? a little bit about Karen here? Does she have a thing for hockey players? Apparently. No. <laughs> nope. I don't. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Okay. So she, like, she likes the the nope. mentally disturbed. Nope. Nope. No. Hold on. Stop. Guys with missing teeth. No. no. I'm talking about the difference in anonymity. That's fair. So a professional NFL player. Has anonymity because uh, right. they wear a helmet. Right. NBA players do not. Nope. Hockey players do. Ish. Hockey, no. Because they're the only cover they have is that that clear. No, I'm, I'm saying visor. They, Yeah, but most people can't unless they're like the main star. People don't know who they are. Right. And quite frankly, okay, so the ones that have helmets, NFL versus hockey. It is the fourth the most hockey popular players, professional sport. The hockey players are going to be in way better shape than the NFL players are in general. No. With the exception of the, the okay, in, okay, in no, NFL, no, it's a quarterback, I, I, receiver. I agree with you now. I agree with you because I think about line, offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah, it's, think yeah. of the linemen. No, the hockey players in general have to be in really great shape right. to do what they do. Right, so all I'm right. saying is I don't have a preference for either. If you want to talk about somebody that can get away with screwing around on his wife and not get caught versus um, – <laughs> Iggy Azalea's oh fiance who Fantastic. was outed. Yeah. Outed? He's gay? No, outed is, no, is cheating on her. Right. Yeah. I don't He's really a, care. She's got fake tits, so I don't care anymore. See, there's the thing. I think I am the underappreciated athlete because <laughs> it takes a lot to be able to swing that bowling ball past my knee. So, I mean, what about my... Give me my bowler body. I am shaped... Like a pin. Tony, Tony, I've been attracted <laughs> to you from day one, so I don't know what you're talking about. Which for you, Mark likes a big ol' ass. <laughs> That's all good. Cool. Well, in that case, uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so we've got some Vegas stance. Yes. As he often does, Vital Vegas took... S- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He took... St- yes, he I'm not even going to edit it. He took statistics and made them interesting to the common man. Of course, it helps that the subject matter is Las Vegas. According to 2015 Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, Visitors Profile, 20, I fucked it all up. Yeah, they, they did a whole thing. The following are facts. The average gambling budget per trip is $578.54. Bullshit. I thought that was low, right? I think about when we were ro- low rollers, Karen. What do you think about that? We were going for five days. Well, okay, so hold on again. Five days versus a weekend. Okay. We go for five which days. Which is a fair... Most people right. go for two nights, Which actually, so. that's, that's fair. Let me jump ahead to another one. Guests stay on an average 3.4 nights, so that's that's a very valid point that you're making right there. So 3.4 nights seems a little low, but yep. if you're 
you know, a rookie or first timer or something, yeah, that makes sense. We were very green when we were. We were very green. Well, I'm really thinking about in this instance, you know, the California douchebags that are coming to town on the weekends. Roofie up some chicks. They don't even need 3.4 nights. Thank you. And frankly, how much could roofies really cost? So I think that $578 is way overpriced. That's gambling budget, my friend. Not roofie budget. Gambling, you're not going to get caught. Or pull their pants down and there's a little... Crying game. I those Sorry. are those are <laughs> no no pulling down of pants and crying game. Just stop. None of that. <laughs> You've seen the fuck me skirts. Um, it, they're just tugging shit up. All right. There's no. They're pull. belts. Fuck, that's it. Pussy belts. Right. That's what they're called. There it is. There it's it is. not a skirt. It's a belt. That's right. All right. Moving. Seventy-three percent said they gambled while in Vegas, and that number is down from seventy-seven percent in two thousand eleven. The average amount spent over the trip on food and drink is two hundred ninety-two dollars. And moving forward, I think I want to play a little bit of a game with you. With oh, you no. Yes. Just, just, just to amuse ourselves. So for okay. you. I, I, to mute. And hopefully the listeners a little bit. Here are some that I thought were rather interesting, and I wouldn't have predicted the majority of these. So I want to hear what you guys think. So we're going to start this off. What percentage of visitors say they were visiting Vegas for the first time? Tony, we'll start with you. I'm actually going to um, not answer this one. I... I crazy enough actually saw this as a tweet earlier today so i know the answer okay all right what about you karen so i think it's low mm-hmm. um, it is i'm gonna go with less than 20 percent it's 16 percent 16 good percent guess. people good yeah. guess that's amazing yeah i was i was pretty impressed that um that at the end of the day 84 percent of all vegas visitors are repeats that that blows my mind that and frankly just re- reinforces why they can get away with six five blackjack and resort fees and and all the other bullshit because <laughs> people keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all right, the next one. What percentage of visitors say that they're married? <laughs> say they're married? They say that they're married in this survey. Karen, you go this okay, time. You start. Okay. Um, I think it's high. Don't overthink these. Let's just go. No, I'm all right. Uh, don't don't be card sharks. <laughs> where you start explaining why you're going to give the number you're going to give. That's an amazing reference. I love that. Part. I love that game show. It is a good game go. show. You know what? I think it's going to be a high How number. How often do I get annoyed with go. that show? Of like, just give a goddamn number. <laughs> I See, think, now I know. I think that, that a lot of people. I go. I like to think that. This I isn't about you. Right. <laughs> Just get I, the fucking number. <laughs> I'm going to say 70%. Okay. Tony? I will say higher. Boom. Karen got it dead on. 70% says really? that they're married. Uh, yes. Let's get like a $1,000 bonus for that. Well, I, don't, I don't have that kind of money. Oh, you're not giving away. There's no. Well, it's my money. So I, I know, right? So she's already got it. Yeah, you get to I get to go shopping. I won't spend $1,000 of your money. Shopping. I'm going Mark's shopping. Mark's allowance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. What percentage say they earned more than $40,000 a year? Tony, you're up first. Oh, I would say... I would say 70%. Well, I'll go with 70%. That seems like a safe number. I'm, I'm going with 80. 80? 85%. Karen gets it on that one. All right. All Next right. up, what percentage are from a foreign country? Karen. Um, Don't overthink four, it. 45. Okay. Tony? Higher or lower? Uh, lower. It is 16%. Oh, really? I was surprised as well. But then again... Because they all seem to... 
Yeah, anyway. <laughs> they're, they're all the ones that get in trouble. I think that's the problem, <laughs> that they're, they're featured far too often on television. <laughs> all right, next up. What percentage say they attend shows during their visit? Tony, we'll start off with you, guy who never attends shows. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm going to go with uh, 35%. Karen? I'm going to go higher. Way higher. 61% say wow. that they attend shows during their visit. I'm not surprised. There's some really good shows in Vegas. I agree. I agree. I wouldn't know. All right, now. <laughs> you need to get over yourself and just go see one. What? I've show seen, teams. I told, told you I've seen plenty of shows in Vegas. Uh -huh. All right. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, all of a sudden, I turned into my grandma on that one. <laughs> Here's something Tony may have some more insight on. What is the average amount of time people say they spend gambling daily during their trip? We'll go with you first, Tony. Uh, three and a half hours. Karen? Higher. It's lower. Two point nine hours. What? Two point nine hours. Who are these people? I don't. I don't believe. I call bullshit. I know. I call bullshit. I too. call bullshit. <laughs> There's no way. Next, what percentage of people who visited in 2015 arrived by car? Karen. Uh, forty percent. Tony. Good number, Karen. I'm gonna go <laughs> higher, or lower. I, I, you know, I think it's gonna be a slightly lower. I'll go with lower. It's higher, 57 percent. 57 percent. What percentage of those visitors are Californians, Tony? Tony? Uh, I'm gonna go with 65 percent. Lower. It's way lower, 29 percent. <laughs> 29%. Wow, really? I know. I thought that was one. But they, wait, so 55% arrive by car, but only 29% are from California? Yeah. Holy crap. Where are the rest of them going? I know. Around? I agree. I agree. What, uh, what percentage of visitors visited downtown during their trip? Karen. Oh, what was the first timers percentage? It was really low. It was less than First timers to Vegas? Yeah, it was like 16%. Uh, 22. Tony? Since you went so low, Karen, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say higher. Yeah. He's right, 32 percent. Okay. I still think that number's really shocking. But I Tony has said low, before. But yeah. Tony said before that it doesn't really matter to him. You're coming to Vegas. You're coming to see the Vegas Strip. Yeah. And I think downtown has an opportunity to market itself to get that up. I hope um, so. I'm happy it's it's higher than the first time visitors. But let's be honest, we fell in love with it. Like to to this day, the reason we spend a couple days down there is the gambling. Yeah, it's oh, totally yeah, the gambling. Oh, of like it was adorable to see once. You're like, oh, it's so cool. We're fun down here. But what gets us to go down and not just spend a day, spend a night or two? Totally the yeah. gambling. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why I couldn't be more excited that you you're breaking up. Uh, well, I mean, you've done this with 360 before, but I mean, really, I, I just so that you guys know, my wife and I are going to be there Saturday and Sunday night because we want to make two nights out of downtown. Oh, what? he just made a little jerk-off move. He's so happy. Oh, good. Okay, okay, good. All I right. thought you were like, no, I'm not editing, so don't don't divulge. Oh, no, that, that, was, that, was a, that was a happy sound, Mark. No, I'm already <laughs> starting to, to, to stray away from that whole thing. I'm like, yeah, we're editing some things. You know what I think it really is? Is ultimately when I when I drew the line, I'm like going, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dial back editing. It was really the tangents. I'm like I'm fucking sick and tired of, of editing out oh, tangents. Yeah. Sure, you I know. So it. now it's more like, oh, I don't have a problem with us editing. I'm like, oh, we had a conversation. We just cut it out. Fuck it. You know, I'm not worried about that. It's, you know, if we ramble, we're fucking right. rambling. You're gonna listen to it or you fast forward. I don't care. I'm not cutting it. Well, in that case, I'd like all the listeners to know that I'll be in room 1502. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last question. Yep. 
what percentage say gambling is the primary purpose of their trip? Tony, you're up first. I'm going to go with one. And not one percent, I mean just one person. This <laughs> <laughs> and he was in this survey. <laughs> Karen. I would, I would, I'm nope. sure it is very, very, very low. I would say uh, I- I'm going to go like 12%. Okay. Karen? Um, I'll go higher. It's lower. 10%. Wow. 10% say gambling is the primary reason they go there. So it's sex, drugs. But, I mean, think about it. If somebody asked you that, would you say that's the primary reason? I would say no. it's the entire experience that's the yes. primary reason I go. Yes. Well, so for me now, I say it's a vacation. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. If I can gamble during my vacation, hooray. But Tony gets it. Like, we live right by Tunica. If I want to gamble, I'm going to Tunica. You know, when you live in the South with quality gambling establishments... I, if I want to, if I need gamble, I, I get that bug out there. I go to Vegas for the entire. If experience. you live by quality ga- gambling establishments, and yeah, you don't need to do that. Vegas is a vacation. Yeah, it's an experience. I yeah, I, it's funny because I've had friends tell me, "How can you spend a week in Vegas?" I'm like, okay, so great food, shows, um, heat, hmm? heat. heat pools, Booze, spas. Gambling. Yeah, free booze when you're gambling. I, that's a vacation. You talk about, they're like, well, we're going to this resort in, you know, Mexico. I'm like, yeah, Vegas is safer. And yeah, my sister tried cheaper. to sell me on a whole cruise. I'm like, or I could go to Vegas where, like, I know awesome things will happen. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just, I have friends that love to go to Mexico and they go there a couple times a year for whatever. I, I, vacation. I, I've seen um, uh, uh, locked up abroad. I, I don't need to fucking visit Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, especially between Mexican-U.S. relations when, when right someone, now, I'm not leaving. fucking tells so. you, no, 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 you're safe as long as you stay in the resort corridor. Like, I don't need to go somewhere yeah. like, oh, don't cross the street. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, and that's what I think some folks don't realize about Vegas is, again, I used to want that resort. I need my pool time and everything else. You can get that in Vegas, Absolutely. but you also have everything else that's within walking distance. So much. For sure. For so many options. So that that's kind of again, I didn't love Vegas the way you did. That's how I reconciled it. And that's why I love it as a vacation spot. Because yeah. I have a shitload of options right there. Yep. Now it's time for some news regarding a North Strip project that will actually happen. Wynn Resorts shared their plans for Paradise Park as it's currently being called. It will redevelop the golf course into a 38-acre lagoon with a 1,000-room hotel tower, a small casino, restaurants, retail, nightlife, and the Vegas standards. While it isn't firm, <laughs> it's projected to cost $1.6 billion to complete. The lagoon will offer such amenities as white sand beaches with an island in the middle, a boardwalk, and water recreation including water skiing, paddleboard, and parasailing complete with a nightly fireworks show. Wynn himself described it as, quote, just like Disney. Plans are to charge admission fee to the lagoon attractions, creating a giant man-made lagoon in a city that seems to be constantly concerned about water shortages and its effect on Lake Mead. Wynn claims the lagoon will use 30 times less water than they currently use to water the golf course. The plan is still up for approval by the company's board of directors, of which Steve Wynn himself is the largest shareholder. The project is expected to open in 2020. 
if work begins later this year as planned. I, I want you guys' thoughts first because I think mine might surprise you. All right. Go ahead, Karen. Um, it seems like a big old pond behind a casino. I'm sorry. I I don't understand spending this money putting water in a place that's supposed to be a desert. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I think the fact that he's building this to the cost of $1.6 billion tells me that no matter what the guy does, he can he can... He can do no wrong. So I, I got to trust that whatever he's about to do and embark on is is going to be successful. I, I'm impressed that they're building yet a third hotel tower with three, uh, excuse me, with a thousand rooms in it. Right. I mean, it's just, it's good for him. I'm, I'm glad that he's doing so well. It's, it, it, I, I can't wait to hear what you're surprised, uh, shocking, shocker. I'm ready for it. I've never wanted to stay at this complex more than when I read this. This to me, absolutely genius. I've never, I've never wanted to go to Lake Mead. It, to me, it's way too far away from the Strip, from Fremont Street. I'm not going to make that effort. I, I've never gone to the the Grand Canyon. I've never gone to the fucking Hoover Dam. All those things just get me too far away from where I want to be. The idea of water skiing not far away from the goddamn Las Vegas Strip seems pure genius on my part. Or on, on, well, it's not on my part. I'm not fucking doing it. But. <laughs> so I called him out. I was right. like, <laughs> Steve, brilliant idea. You it, Totally, you take credit for it. <laughs> I think it's absolutely genius, and I love it. I absolutely love this idea. It's so, so amazing to me. You want to go water skiing in the desert? Oh, my God, that's so cool. Okay, never been able to water ski in my life, ever. Tried it. And you're, and even, you're a snow skier now. I bet you could pull I it am, off. No, no. Water what? skiing, snow skiing so different. Every time I tried to water ski, I landed flat on my face your, and swallowed Your thighs are pretty fucking awesome. I assure you, you're going to figure this Whatever. thing out. So, no, here's the thing. Even if you get up on the water ski, you're doing a left turn. They're doing a left <laughs> turn. And it's... What are they doing? It's another left turn. It's uh, like NASCAR no, no, no. racing on this okay, tiny so little track. Okay, so you're totally not doing it right. I was swinging back and forth, jumping over the wake. So you can doing. do that. That's fine. Knock yourself out. Oh, this, no this desire. This to me sounds nope. awesome. Nope. Sounds like a, another level. Total. One point six billion char- oh, wait, better spent. Hold on. He's going to charge. I'm going to like that. We cannot oh, afford to sure. pay. You no. Know, that not, I won't pay. Not to be a. Uh, I'm sure it'll be pricey, but I don't know if. Could we pay it? Yes. Will we? No. To stay or to do the lagoon thing? To do the lagoon thing. You're insane. No, I don't think so. If you want to try, go ahead. I know enough of my skills on skis. If there's jet skis... Someone's got to drive the boat, Karen. <laughs> I'm well, sure he pays Actually, <laughs> I thought about this for a second. Because I was saying, jet skis, yes. And I'm like, no, because I'm driving in a circle. No. I, I'm not you, spending any money. You know it money. turns both ways, right? But you can't go both ways because you'll be going against the skiers, which will mess up their mojo and safety risks and everything else. No, it's going to be like a NASCAR track going around that circle. <laughs> that little island is going to be a NASCAR track. Everybody's going to be making left turns. Maybe everyone's while they'll switch Isn't it, it right, right turns? turns? I thought it was always right turns. Nope, left is turns. Is it always left? Left. We don't watch NASCAR. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just... It's awesome. It's a fair argument, and you may be right. He will I, make a boatload of money doing water sports in the desert. Right. No offense. I will never pay to do it. If you want to go skiing, that's fine. You can do that. I never will. I think it's all relative. I want to know how much is he going to charge me and for how long am I 
Right. You know, because I assume you're just you're essentially renting the boat time. You know, right, two hundred bucks yeah. for an hour. You right. get the boat, you get your skis, and you right, get your. Right. But yeah, you do whatever the fuck you want. You do some tubing or whatever. Yeah. I, this thing is huge. Have you seen the size of the golf Karen, course, right? you, it's a circle. Karen, you climb up a goddamn mountain just to ski straight down it and then ride the fucker back up again and oh do it again. Oh, my God. He has a really good point. No. No, he doesn't because. You go up, you go down. You go up, you go down. But I can go down different levels, different routes, different things. This is literally a tiny little circle you, you that you're just spinning. You can't turn left and right while you go in this this No, circle. you can't. You can. Uh, well, I will make a bet because the danger of it for other people that are in it. So if you have a boat with a skier and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm going to go right instead of left. You're going to like I cut a rope off of somebody's head and the skier will be de- uh, de- decapitated. I, you make it sound like this is going to be the kind of Disney traffic where it's like there's a guy right now, like on both sides of you. like going, hey, let's go No, it's not. It there. doesn't have to be. It has to be one person. It. it you can't. Go. I don't think you, you water. Yeah, I don't think you water traffic enough in multiple, that you have any idea. You can't send traffic in multiple directions and have it go smoothly, cleanly. It's not going to work, especially when you're towing a skier. I don't know. I think you're. Really? Try towing a skier. Oh. Oh, have you have you towed a lot of skiers? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you're not you're not a big water skier, but you've towed a shit ton of them. Do the math. It's math, Mark. It's math. <laughs> Math, you don't have the numbers behind, woman. Do I need to? Speculation. Who's been on skis more? Fine. So imagine being on skis and deciding randomly in this tiny little lagoon. You, uh, you can't oh, say wait, tiny stop. lagoon. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, where's the Shut acreage? up. Where's the acreage? Oh, yeah. fucking do it. How long are the straightaways? Ain't going to be that fucking long. You are literally going to be in a turn the entire time you're on skis on this fucking thing. And if you really think you have time to run and go, oh, I'm going to go the other direction. No, because you're going to be going against traffic, against flow. It's not going to work. This is not a major lake, a major pond, anything else. This is, a, an, again, a big lake for Vegas, tiny for any place else doing water sports. Oh, and he's desperately searching. And seriously? For water, yeah. <laughs> Kieran, if it makes you feel any better, I can follow in a speedboat behind you and just shoot at you. <laughs> That's Good fine. luck. Shoot me off. Because apparently it's going to be bad. I can't find it. It's, it's, it's nah, I, I want to see you bobbing and weaving back and forth. I'm convinced some... she, she doesn't know, but it's fair enough. Well, I have to assume it's got to be fairly She's sharing her, 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 her point, and that's, that's what's most important. Oh, my point, which you don't think is based on any sort of fact or whatever. That doesn't matter. Oh, it, it does. For you, it normally matters. No. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't respect you less. I mean, at least not much less. <laughs> Let's move on. We have a lot more to cover. My goodness. We're coming up to one of the best stories. This is exciting. Crazy, crazy Girls Cabernet Lounge and Cigar Bar. The Cigar Bar is back in Vegas, much to the pleasure of many and to the chagrin of one. We tease because we love Scott. But <laughs> Planet Hollywood is doubling down by not only getting into the theme, but expanding its newly required Crazy Girls brand into its long-dormant former Pussycat Dolls burlesque saloon and combining all of the above into one concept. The name pretty much explains it all. Patrons can enjoy fine adult beverages as well as quality cigars while being entertained by multiple forms of burlesque, including shadow slash go-go dancers, ladies actually swinging from the ceiling in a swing of sorts, and various specialty 
acts sporting female assets. A website advertising the concept is not currently available, nor are regular hours of operation, but those attending the Crazy Girl show at the property are encouraged to stop by for drinks after the 9 p.m. show. If there's anything I've ever heard that encourages me to go and try cigars in, in a lounge, this to me is, it, it oozes Vegas. Oh, 100%. Absolutely it does. Absolutely. This is this is brilliant. What a wonderful uh, attraction to bring individuals in. I, I can't wait. I mean, all of a sudden, you're absolutely right. The cigar bar is back in yes, Vegas. And when you're time. looking at these different places, I mean, Casa Fuente in the uh, in the forum shops was almost the exclusive for the longest time. Then Monte Carlo opened up. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm blanking on. There's a place at Monte Carlo that opened mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Rum Bar at the Mirage. That place opened up at then. Then we've got the newest edition that was at Caesar's Palace that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I think it was the Monte Cristo cigar bar. Right, right, yeah. By Cleopatra's. Yep, yep. And now we've got the, the cigar, uh, this uh, Crazy Girls Cabernet what? Lounge cigar. No, bar. on top of that, Tony, remember the fucking mall. The mall has a goddamn place now where you get to smoke and drink. Oh, the Davidoff yes. shop. Yeah, at the forum. Yeah, 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 at the fashion show mall. That's fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, cigar bars are back in a big fucking way. <laughs> Absolutely. But I do agree. This is the most exciting concept, period. Well, absolutely, because all of the other ones are, and I don't, I don't begrudge them. I very much enjoyed my time at Casa Fuente and at Rum Bar, but it's just, it, it is what it is. You, you go to a bar, they sell cigars, you enjoy, you know, booze and a cigar. Right, yeah. This has actually got like a like a show right. part of it. I mean, there's something going on. This is, I'm not gonna lie, if this has started or will start by. Um, by 360 Vegas Vacation 3 timeline, I might even myself sneak away for oh, I'm 100% an hour to with enjoy you. a cigar. I'm 100% with you. This concept is, well, I'm not, I'm not saying that you would go, but I, I'm saying this concept is fucking, this to me is sexy Vegas fucking shady, smoky, awesome. This is so awesome. Yeah, I'm worried about you smoking again. We're I not know, getting into this. Yeah. We're, we, we've already, you've already succumbed to the idea that I'm going to try it there. Uh, what does no, it give a matter? No, I didn't. You said you would. Okay. I don't agree with it because I think well, it's a bad idea. Well, I will continue idea. to reiterate that I will try it there. It's a bad idea. Oh, tough shit. It's going to happen. You will not start smoking again because if you do, we're having major issues. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Ah, we're not going to come to it. You will not. <laughs> Perhaps you'll have to die earlier than you expected so I can then pick up the... <laughs> I'm just just oh, once I'm dead, you can do whatever the fuck you want. While I'm alive, you're not smoking. That's what I'm That's saying. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right, all right. So what's going on with the Unlucky Dragon? Yeah, in a desperate attempt to finish their project, Lucky Dragon Hotel and Casino, located close to the corner of Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, is looking to cut corners on materials to reduce the cost of $55 million they have projected is needed to complete it. Among those that require approval to do... Our plans to abandon the metal exterior finish in favor of a finish that only replicates one. Despite already applying metal screens to a significant part of the exterior of the parking garage, plans are to change it to paint that would look similar to the screens already set up. The Clark County Planning Commission are recommending the proposal plan be rejected by the city. Does this thing get finished, Tony? (laughs) 
I mean, it seems so close. I, and, and to me, like, think about the millions and billions that we hear. To me, it's like 55 million. You'd be like, you guys can't scrape together 55 million. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't know, Mark. There's a part of me that says this is uh, that it that this is the world's most expensive game of chicken. Right. But I I'm legitimately concerned about it and and I just don't understand what the problem is just finish the project right. it doesn't have to be over the top just get your doors open be an additional op- option right. for us individuals to come gamble if it's this is one of those rare occasions where if you build it they will come right well you know and, and to your point would either of us as much as we love Vegas as much as we know about it ever predicted that Fontainebleau would be fucking 80% complete and then go yep it's done we're just gonna it's just gonna sit here for years right so, no yeah no, I, I have no idea where this is going why doesn't Steve Wynn take a portion of his 1.6 billion dollars <laughs> and just finish off that oh no you know why because I'm thinking of what's right next to it's right next to Venetian isn't it what is the empty the empty Fountain blue that was 80 percent completed no it's not next to Venetian it's next to Riviera and Cirque Circus well his win is next what are to- you doing? So I, all right, I failed my geography. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Holy cow. My God, I thought you were a pro. Write a thousand sentences. I will learn my You want to know a true story, true story, real quick, real quick, but true story. When I was a senior in high school, I had a teacher by the name of Bruce Miller, and Bruce Miller taught economics and political science. And at least in 1995, which would have been my senior year of high school, uh, you had to take one semester of political science and one semester of economics. So essentially, you you know, your September through December was economics with Bruce Miller, and then starting January 8th when he came back from break you'd be taking political science, but it was the same guy with the same classmates in the, you know, in the same classroom. Right, right. And he used to, I kid you not, make us write sentences in lieu of uh, 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 detention. But the best part about it was, and, and in case you haven't noticed, I've got a little bit of a mouth on me. And so <laughs> I would make these really yeah, sarcastic, smart-ass comments in class, and he'd go, Snyder, that'll be 150 sentences of I will not say, and then whatever I just said in class during my political science class. And the best part is, though, or worst part is, is because I always thought I was the fucking funniest person I ever met, I would be howling at the kitchen table as I'm writing out my... 150 sentences, I will not say, and then whatever it was that I said that I thought was so damn funny, the penalty of writing these sentences. I mean, I was, I wish he would have kept those, and then, like, at the end of the year, given them back to his students and just said, you know, think about what you've done, because if I would have had those today, 20 years later, I would, that's one of the greatest things that I don't have that I wish I could reread through and be like, what were the things that I said that got me in trouble 
in Miller's class that would require me to have to write these sentences, but they were always something really sarcastic and inappropriate. <laughs> and it would be like, you know, uh, I will not say egg sluts are oozing around a stripper pole <laughs> and sink others. And I would have to write that 150 times. And of course, I'm dying while I'm writing these sentences. <laughs> and at the very end of your of your lines, you're like, thank you for an awesome Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I yet another thing that you and I get along with because I was that kid always like just in a rude little prick just like going, I think this will make everyone laugh. I don't give a fuck. I'll derail this whole lecture. Hundred <laughs> percent yes. All right. Well, I think that finally does it for the news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up. Bob Stupak, the guy behind the Vegas world and the development of the stratosphere, now has a street in Vegas named after him. The Las Vegas Advisor reports the Baltimore Avenue, the strip that was immediately south of the property, was renamed Stupak Avenue on April 4th to coincide with what would have been Bob's 74th birthday. He's been dead for a while, hasn't he, Mark? He has I mean, been, yeah. He must have died pretty young if this would only have been his 74th birthday. He was he was a bit of a... He, he's got a really great book. I think it's No Limit or something like that is the book. He, this guy is... Um, he's a hustler. He's a classic old, old school hustler. And um, uh, uh, unfortunately got into a super bad, like anybody who looks at pictures of Bob Stupak, if you look at him when he was younger and you look at him uh, as he he was older, you can Google the comparison. He got into a really bad motorcycle accident that should have killed him. And um, the plastic surgery uh, wasn't, I mean, it's not like the stupid horror plastic surgery that makes your nose fucking smaller or your goddamn cheekbones, you know, whatever the fuck you want. Like this guy should have been dead. And uh, uh, but you know he survived it and still continued to to you know do along uh, or move along with uh, with his successes until the the whole stratosphere thing. But yeah, he did he did die at a relatively young age nowadays. Sure. All right. So Robin Leach is reporting that the producer behind Splash, the old school variety show, complete with synchronized swimming. Proof that her grandparents had no idea what entertainment was, has delusions of grandeur in the form of a return to the Vegas Strip. Production closed in 2006 after a 21-year run at the Riviera. You've missed all the spaces and the gaps. There's there's comedic timing there. (laughs) (laughs) Tony made up for it. It's fine. I, I thought the whole thing was comedic. It is comedic. Okay. Like if this, if this thing. I, you know what? Don't don't give me comedic timing. If it, yeah, don't. I, I will read it as it's read. And I will. honestly, I thought I read it pretty well. It was decent. All things considered. It's decent. What's are you drinking right now, Karen? Oh Jesus! Are, are, yes. Can you? Can, <laughs> she's you having trouble tell. articulating words right now. <laughs> Look who's talking. You're you're no. Uh, what's uh, whatever. <laughs> Not that, art- <laughs> not that so articulate quick. yourself. Karen, in general, I'm not articulate. <laughs> I, I'm a much better writer than I am a speaker. Yeah. Words are difficult. Speak on to your next one. Right. Vegas Bright is reporting that Click at Cosmopolitan is continuing the tradition of live music in the space formerly known as Book and Stage on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Expect the band name recognition to be similar as well, which is to be you won't know it. <laughs> there is a silver lining to the MGM parking shit show. 
You can save money if you purchase your parking in advance via their parkmobile.com site or the app available for both Apple and Android. FYI, prices increase the day of the event. Oh, that's good to know. So you just got to buy it ahead of time. Right. Huh. All right. <laughs> and to save Tony the torture and yet still provide information to those interested, the RJ did an article on the various state of the art features in the T-Mobile area that will make it the most advanced arena to watch hockey in. Oh, I fucked up. Oh, yeah, the state of the... No, you no, fucked it up. No. State of the art. You, you said, said state of the art, and I'm like, is there art in T-Mobile arena? Art. No, because you didn't say arena. You said T-Mobile area. So oh, that's, what that's my fault. All right, yeah. hold on, hold on. I'm going to do it over. All right, good. To save Tony the torture and yet still provide information information to those interested, the RJ did an article on the various state of art features in T-Mobile Arena. It will make it the most advanced arena to watch hockey in. Hooray! We've talked about this. Apparently, the sight lines are the best that have ever been created, and you can see the rink the whole time. I don't know how that works, but whatever. The Backstreet Boys have confirmed they will have a nine-show residency in Vegas. However, did not say where or when. <laughs> All signs port, port point uh -huh. toward the Access Theater. Oh, so they would come in and be where the new kids were. Oh, yeah. are we really going to do this? Are we really going to be like, oh, you're not as good as the new kids? <laughs> right, right. Just, just relax, Karen. Just relax. It really kind of puts it in perspective. We, I didn't see anything. We all happened. know that's the truth. <laughs> See, that's unfair because you know what? Didn't one of the didn't one of the kids in Backstreet Boys have a hole in their heart? Um, look that up. That is not, no. That, look that up, listeners. That is a thing. One of them had a hole in their heart. Okay, go on reading. I will look it up. Yeah. I don't. All right. All right. So, Vital Vegas reports that the New York, New York is installing parking spotlights in their garage, similar to those found in Cosmopolitan's garage, that inform you from a distance. From a distance, the space is open to park in, and you can park your car in my garage. I hope you got a big trunk, because I'm oh, going to put my bike there. in it. He went there. Always. I love those things. I think they should. I think it should be a law. You have to install them in every parking garage ever. Janet Jackson announced that she will need to do Karen's busy, still looking this shit up. Janet Jackson announced that she will need to delay the second half of her current tour, which includes a stop on May 14th at T-Mobile Arena in the Park District because she and her spouse are planning a family. She did not go as far as to confirm that she is pregnant or give a projected ETA on how long the tour will be postponed. This is the second time this tour she has had to delay it. The first for an unspecified surgical procedure. Who's wow, her spouse? That's... I don't know. Isn't this like her fourth marriage or something? I don't. I and I know this is terribly insensitive, but I don't think that Janet Jackson is of um, oh, excellent no, age she, anymore. What, she's fifty now, right? Forty, right. late forties. Yeah, she's up there. She's older she, yeah. than I don't know where yeah. Siri is. Okay, well, she has why, kids why that are going to come out hard boiled? Oh, How old is Janet stop. Jackson? Janet Jackson is forty-nine. See? Mm. Yeah, that's not safe. No, she's going to have some autistic kids. <laughs> and mix that with Jackson jeans. This kid is fucked. Oh, it doesn't stand a chance. 
All right, Karen's too busy with her goddamn phone. Tony, finish no, this up. Hold on, I'm, I'm right, trying to good. research what he. Don't wait. I know you're researching. Fine, right. go ahead. When you have an answer, circle back around. Kiss my ass, both. <laughs> 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 Moving forward with preparations for a team they've yet to be awarded. Vegas ownership groups, have, or a Vegas ownership group, have moved forward with development of a practice facility in Summerlin, Nevada. The cost is projected at $17 million and will feature two NHL-sized rinks with seating capacity of 600 for each, a pro shop, concessions, and a pro shop, do they have to buy their own equipment? Concessions and everything else you would expect at a venue of this type. Groundbreaking is tentatively scheduled for September well after rumors report expansion to be announced. Yeah. Oh, well after rumors report expansions will be announced. <laughs> now the Sorry. pro shop is to encourage fans to buy fucking team apparel. The same thing. Uh, Karen and I were in Columbus, Ohio when the Blue Jacks expanded the NHL team. And it was the, the same blue, thing. Who? Blue Jackets. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, that's not what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard know. Blue Jocks. <laughs> no. Because I thought, guys, just bust it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not blue balls. Right. There are no, none of those yeah. in this house. But uh, they had a practice facility that was very much used for that, like you, it, the, the exact same setup that we're talking here. And it was just kind of like, hey, we got blue textures. We're like, oh, God, it's a pro team. And it's a that isn't a pro team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pro shop, yeah. That's how I felt. That's how I that's, felt in my heart. <laughs> in my head, that's how they all sound. <laughs> and lastly, so far, so good at T-Mobile Arena. Two concerts in, and so far, Vital Vegas reports that the projected parking slash traffic disaster has not been an issue. We will see. Hooray. Okay, well, so right. wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Well, yeah, we just find about uh, Finally. Park. Yeah. Go ahead, don't dramatic pause. We got it. We know. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just giving you a look. It's fair. Which they can't see. Yeah. So, one of the Backstreet Boys, his name is Brian. He honestly was my favorite, the cutest one. Um, Underwent an open heart surgery to fix a hole in his heart. Yes. Holy shit! How the fuck did you know that? I had a roommate in college who was the king of irrelevant trivia. Nice. And he would just drop these random bits of trivia on you. Like, like you'd be in the middle of watching, I don't know, well, the Game Show Network, and we might be watching right. Card Sharks, for example. Right. And I'd be like, oh, it's definitely higher. It's definitely higher. And he'd go, you know what's what's surprising is how high the number of people who have to have surgeries because they have to <laughs> I want to meet this person. Oh I'm going to meet him immediately. Him. Holy <laughs> shit, this guy is phenomenal. I mean, his sense of humor is... Uh, now, granted, we haven't been roommates in 15 years. Right. So he may have changed. I don't know. He but might still, that is goddamn least. fascinating. Yeah, he's so... Got it. He was so fantastic. All right, all right, all right. So, so wait, that's it. But, but hold on. No, no, no. There's more. So so this guy, Sorry. Brian, so he had uh, open heart surgery in 97, fixed two holes, and then he had a kid, and his son, at seven years old, overcame Kawasaki disease, which is... No, hold on. It's fine. He's Intima got a need for speed. <laughs> this is a serious thing, you two. Come on. Hey, Rope hey, it in. I'm not mocking his Rope need for speed. I understand. It's inherent. <laughs> There's nothing he can do about it. It's not so, his fault. He so was with it. It was an inflammation of the blood vessels, which was, like, really serious. But his, they're all... But did he, he now, die? No, he didn't did die. He die. I'm so sorry, Tony. He didn't die. He's still alive. <laughs> there you go. You can mock anything but, you live through. 
But the, you know, uh, uh, Backstreet Boy Brian has his own uh, charity now for Brian's Heart Healthy Club for Kids. It's the best part. You put a carabiner through it and you never lose your keys. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all need to move on. I'm about done with Uh, you. All right. Seriously. So that's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. The Deftones are playing the joint at the Hard Rock. That'll be Tuesday, August 30th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. The Sun Pool and Fun Concerts featuring Iggy Azalea, Mike Posner, Fifth Harmony, and more are at the Boulevard Pool on Sunday, May 15th. Shows start at 6 p.m. Tickets start at 45 bucks. 49 bucks. Sorry. Trouble. <laughs> B.O.B. with Scotty ATL, London J., and someone else I've never heard of are performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock Sunday, May 15th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $15. O-Town is a thing again, and they're performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock Sunday, May 22nd, show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $25. That's fucking crazy. I remember that stupid MTV show. Like, I saw that, and I'm like, what? I was like, it's got to be somebody else. No, it's four of, four of those idiots. Brian Wilson is celebrating the 50th anniversary of... Pet anniversary? <laughs> he's, he's college now. It's accredited. Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm Don't just, rip on my drunkenness. I'm not fair. Nobody's ripping on That's your That's the fun. We're, not, we're celebrating it. No, you're not. I am. I, that was stereo. It's good. Brian Wilson is celebrating the 50th anniversary of Pet Sounds, which to me just makes <laughs> me laugh. I know. I know the album is is the album name's confusing, but by performing the album in its entirety on Friday, July 1st. Shows start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 35 bucks. That's impressive. 50 fucking years. I can't believe it's been that long. It has been confirmed that Wayne Newton's new show, Up Close and Personal, is set to begin April 21st at Bally's. The show is currently scheduled to run for 32 weeks. We'll start at $75. Tickets are available now. Yeah, no fucking way. That shit's already being set up on the half price. (laughs) Of course it is. That's ridiculous. All right, well, don't forget that you can uh, find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on our coming attraction calendars on the blog. Let's check the river. Alright, so we've got some listener feedback, in particular a PayPal donation from your dear friend Ingrid, and she writes, Thanks for the podcast, Mark. Another karma donation for four wins. It worked last month. That is exactly how I've always assumed that's what she sounds like. And and I would also like to point out I hate you both. I would also like to point out karma donations, once again, one hundred percent. 
100%. (laughs) That's right. Every time you donate to the show. Every single time. I think she's just making these karma donations thanks to Four Winds because she know how, knows how much it grinds my gears. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I, really? I'll let him. He can say that forever. I, I'll start making karma donations just so he'll <laughs> use the reference, gar, grind my gears. <laughs> All right, Karen, do you want to give us the email from Christopher? Oh, oh. sure. <laughs> Less to do with you, Christopher, and more to do with the fact that she's having trouble no, reading I'm, and I'm, or seeing. No, I'm just <laughs> aggravated at this point. All right. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. You two make the Vegas withdrawals so much more tolerable. I always save and listen to your podcast on the way to Vegas. Feels like having a car full of friends talking Vegas while actually on the way to Vegas. My question for the show is, when was the first time you realized you were a Vegas fanatic? What was the moment in Vegas that sparked you, sparked your interest in making the podcast? Thanks, and keep up the great work, Christopher. I, I, I've shared before, I think, it, what it was, but I, I, don't, I don't know if I've made it crystal clear. I, I, I remember very clearly looking at that uh, view we had from Treasure Island, and there was something about bringing our friends. I, I remember the excitement, the idea, so much that, remember, we had a limo pick me up from work because we were like, we had a couple of friends that had never been to Vegas before. We're like, oh, my God, this would be really fun. We'll have a limo pick us up straight from work on Friday. It was, uh, what was it, Labor Day or whatever the long weekend is in September. Memorial, Memorial Day. So we're like, oh, we'll fucking go for Memorial Day. It'd be so great. It'd be a long weekend. We had limos pick us up at, at, at work, really? directly from work, hopped on a, uh, on, on a plane, flew to Vegas. So you got to Vegas late night, the excitement of fucking being there, and we got that epic room view, and, and I'm, I'm sure it wasn't that night. I'm sure it was night two or night three where I just kept seeing that, like going, this is fucking amazing. Like, this is, this is magical. I don't know if that's what triggered the, the podcast, but I'm sure it triggered my interest in other things that were Vegas and wanting to go back uh, all the time and always, you know, wanting to learn more about, like, I just couldn't get enough. I mean, literally behind me is a, is a wall of books that I, I just cannot get enough of the city. I'm just so curious about all of it. But what I'm interested in is is what what it is that, what was the time that did it for you guys? Okay, so I have to go first because I think Tony's will be way more interesting than mine, so okay. I want to just slide mine in the middle. All right. Um, I got interested in Vegas because you plan the vacations and I could just go and, and show up and have a phenomenal time. Right. So what I don't think people understand about Vegas, because we often go for a week at a time. People are like, how can you go to Vegas for a week? Okay, you go to a, a Mexican resort, whatever, for a week, Bahamas, Caribbean, whatever. You go for a week and you don't think anything of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You I'm go to most that, places for a week. I'm yeah. doing that in Vegas. I have the best chefs, yep. the best shows, spas, a pool, a, anything you want, you have there. So when you switch Vegas from a gambling standpoint to a vacation standpoint destination, that's what got it for me. And the fact that when we started going, you planned everything and I could just show up and I had all of that, that's what made me love it. I love Vegas now from the standpoint of it's an easy easy vacation for us because we know it, we're comfortable with it, and that's what we do. I think so. you made a great point earlier that um, so many people go for such a short period of time that they just hardcore for two, three days. And, and they're don't. like, how do you do that for a week? Well, we don't fucking do that for a week. You know, I mean, granted, I, I, and I've said before, we hardcore it 
more than we do in our standard life or in our, oh. our, our standard vacation. Yeah, but because it's available. Right. But, but it's not the same bonkers. Like, I'm at not the same time, I'm like, I'm done. Yes, I, I'm going to exactly. bed and I'm sleeping. I, I don't things, need to cram this all in. It's one of the short, things that we respect yeah. about each other and I respect about all my friends is that while we love to, to put peer pressure on each other to do shit beyond our, our means, one of the things that we respect and love about you is that it... No matter how much peer pressure we apply, you will never cave. <laughs> because, it, like, almost, yeah. almost, if you did, it'd be like, going, "Oh, Jesus Christ, you have no respect for yourself." What is it? Yeah. <laughs> I barely had to even try. Just <laughs> talked you right into this. <laughs> Tony, I've never heard your story. What is it? What do you remember the moment that at least spawned the uh, the the realization that you're like, "I love this fucking city." Uh, I do. So the first time that I ever went out to Vegas, it was as a um, law school graduation gift from my folks. They sent myself and my then at that time girlfriend out to Vegas. We stayed, they, they, they got us one of those um, bundled like hotel and, and air packages through Southwest Spirit, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. And so Karen, that's where I stayed at the Imperial Palace because I, just, I didn't know any better. I just, I looked at the prices and I thought, oh, well, I can, you know, my girlfriend and I can fly out and it's, it's and, three and nights went, what round the trip. hell? I've contracted something. What or, well, that, no, no, no. I got that from the girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, and so I, you know, we had a nice time. We had a nice enough time. I thought it was okay. The second time we went out then was for my 30th birthday, because that would have been 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had been out of law school for about a year at that point. Um, and I had, a, and, and I just, I had more disposable income then. And I thought, oh, well, this is, this is kind of a good time. And, and I got to do a little bit more and experience a little bit more. And I really liked that. But I'll be really, really blunt. It wasn't until roughly uh, six months after that, the dirty little whore dumped me. And so Gillikin and I went out just to just to go out and have some fun and, and he'd never been. And we met these uh, Brits at the Imperial Palace karaoke bar. And we wound up just like spending the whole evening just going around the strip with these people. We're all just tanked out of our minds. <laughs> but th- that was where all of a sudden it was, that's, and I've said this, dozens and dozens and dozens of times to people about when they ask me, how can you constantly keep going back to Vegas? My answer is, I've never encountered anybody rude or unhappy or anything other than just fucking loving their life. <laughs> and it's and that's the thing about Vegas, and I think that's when it finally clicked for me. You get this, you're in a vacuum, and, and who knows what could be going on around you, and I'm not trying to be flippant here when I make this extremely, well, extreme statement, just short of having some sort of 9-11 type scenario. Right. When, when you're in Vegas, you don't pay attention to your phone, you don't pay attention to the news, you don't pay attention to anything going on around you in the world. You are in a bubble. And that's what I love so much about it. You meet these people, they're equally in their own bubble, and so you're just out there to have a great time together and you're not dealing with people who've got egos. I've I've sat at blackjack tables or I've played at craps tables where people have 
you know, purple chips, which are $500, and I've got my tiny little, you know, embarrassing red $5 chips next to me, and they don't talk to me any less than they would talk to somebody that was one of their own peers with $20,000 sitting in front of them. It is such a communal experience. It, 100%. And so for that reason, but, but, and then the next time I went out, I was then with, who is now my wife, my then girlfriend, and she said, you gotta be kidding me. We've got these shows we could be going to. We've got these restaurants we could, could be going to. <laughs> I remember we had only been dating uh, maybe six months at the time. And, and this was back when, so we're talking probably 2008-ish. Um, this was when they were still mailing out actual paper. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I got this mailer that was an offer for uh, two free nights at this at Caesar's Palace, two free tickets to see Elton John and, you know, whatever, let's just say like Christ. $200 oh in food in food credits. And I go, and I would, you know, I, I get these almost every single day. Like, it's embarrassing because I think that, that I, I have to imagine the postman thinks that I've got some sort of like <laughs> gambling addiction. And as I'm throwing my mail away, you know, I'm throwing away the the Target mailers and I'm throwing away the, you know, the the, the Johnson & Murphy shoe catalog and I and I have got, I've got this mailer for Elton John. I go, oh, look, look, they want, they want me to go see Elton John. And I was about to throw it into the wastebasket with the rest of my, like, like, you know, junk mail. And literally my wife grabs me by the wrist and goes, wait, what? And she snatches it out of my hand and she reads it. She goes, are you shitting me? (laughs) Caesars, two tickets to go see Elton John and a $200 dining credit for us to go out we're going. And right. that, I was like, I'm going to have to marry this girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Yep. <laughs> uh, my point is, there's something about Vegas that people who know Vegas and get Vegas, yeah. you don't have to try to talk them into going to right. Vegas. When I look at the people that are friends of 360 Vegas, these people, you don't have to try to convince to come out and go do something. They're already on board because they know what they're getting and they know when they go out with the right group of people what it's going to entail. Yeah. That for me is is the wicked addiction. It's 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 you know, it's that whole chasing the dragon for for heroin and, and you know meth users. But so the best part is we get it every time. Every time we get it. Our chasing the dragon is how is Mark going to beer fountain somebody next? I mean that's what it comes <laughs> down to. Okay, so I, I get a little concerned when talking about, you know, chasing the dragon, considering that, you know, scary Gary showed up. Okay. The well, first it, one, everything else. No, I, <laughs> I still have a little bit of trepidation about the whole You've thing. You've only been to one but, of these. You've only been to one of these, so I that's know. fair. The second one was amazing. When you, when you call him Scary Gary, I don't think that's an incentive for him to want to show off. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, We're not encouraging I, it. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not encouraging him at all. Um, <laughs> sorry, I Gary. I really hope. No, no, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy, no, this guy, no. Gary, all right, all right, all right. We Gary, get it. your gift to 360 Vegas. I don't want to have to play bouncer again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she didn't like it. It wasn't fun. I'll not. do it. That was awesome. That was awesome. Because that's that. Uh, Tony, I I literally can't add any more than that. One one of the great, and, and but I'm gonna try. The <laughs> but you will. What I love about Vegas is is we all love it for whatever reasons we love it. But it, it's one of those things like how did you fall in love with it or why do you love it? 
and while those are all different, we all still love it. It's like, oh no, I love it for this. I love it for this. But it, it, it's it is such a communal experience. It's god damn it, so much fun. I love that city. I. I I get why you guys, and, and frankly, it, it's the same way for my wife and I. It is our default city. Yeah. You don't have to try to figure out, oh, yeah. well, as long as you don't leave this area. When you start a sentence with as long as you don't leave. <laughs> right. You shouldn't be going the there. the vacation yeah. plaza that I, yeah. Mecca and that the place are shorter time. and everything else. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't have to go to Mexico. Yeah. There's no need right. to. Right. Right. I can, there's nothing that you want. And here's what I think most people don't get about Vegas is they're like, oh, so you must be a big gambler. Well, as it happens to work out, yes, I am. But my wife is not, or not as much as I am. My wife sees some value in going to see a show from time to time or picking up, you know, these restaurants. But that's what I'll tell people. You don't have to be a gambler to love Vegas. Are you a foodie like my wife was? And that was the hook to get her out there. Fine. You're going to be eating it damn near every name that you watch on the Food Network. Fucking spas, things. pools for this exactly. chick. Like getting Do you like spoiled, to hang out pampered. Skin yeah. cancer? There, we, there, <laughs> we can comment with that. Yes, I love some skin cancer, Tony. <laughs> do you, you want to get roofied? We got lots of nightclubs for you. What, you know, how do you want to die? We can find that for you in Vegas. <laughs> On a side note, I've always said if there if there's a place that I'm going to die, it would totally be Vegas. Because <laughs> I assume the ride there would be epic. No, my fucking fear is I'm going to, you know, take a step outside my office and a gargoyle is going to fall off the building. And I know, like you die so lame. You're like, God damn it. Come on. Like if you're like going, well, we died of alcohol poisoning in Vegas, man. He was on like a four day debenture. You're like, fuck. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I think that's going to do it for episode 196. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merchandise store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can people find you? I am at Tony Snyder or at Vice Lounge Joel. Karen, where can people follow you and then you get confused as to why they're following you? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> why are all these people following me? <laughs> she, she hits 100. She's like, ooh, air's awfully thin up here, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up, both of you. I'm at Karen Mark. By the way, it's K-E-R-E-N, two E's, Mark. You do get bonus points whenever you reply and you spell it properly. <laughs> well, they can't find me otherwise, so yeah. Well, I mean when they email or do anything. People do take pride when they talk about, like, I've literally had people write an email in like, so how is Karen? And then in parentheses going, I spelled it right. <laughs> And I'm really not, okay, so here's the thing. I'm really not bitchy about it, but if you're going to talk about, like, you know me, just get my name right. <laughs> All right. I think we've given you quite enough entertainment for one week, so uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.